And at some point, the dad reaches out to his son and says, Hey, boy. He says, come over here and let daddy punch you in the face. Hey, y'all, and welcome to Native Soil. I'm Father Victor Ingalls. I'm a priest here in the Archdiocese of Mobile, Alabama, and I'm currently serving my fourth year as vocations director. This is a project that has been on my heart and mind for the past couple of years, and in God's timing, here it is. And so I can't help but to share with y'all my favorite story. And this story goes back to the last summer I had before I was ordained a priest. I was assigned by Archbishop to St. John the Evangelist down in Enterprise, Alabama. Shout out to all the people in Enterprise. Enterprise is in the wiregrass of Alabama. Anyone being from Alabama, if you're from the South, we're kind of down-home kind of folks, okay? Well, Enterprise embodies everything that you want to think of when you think about uh, Alabama or the South. Enterprise is known as the Bow Weevil Capital. Enterprise used to have a very robust industry of cotton. But one day this pesky critter called the Bow Weevil showed up and destroyed all of the cotton crop. Everyone was devastated. They had to figure out a new uh, thing to plant there and they tried peanuts. It turned out peanuts grew even better in the soil of Enterprise. And they made twice as much money. All of a sudden the Bow Weevil is a hero. And you got a monument to the Bow Weevil in downtown Enterprise. It's one of two cities in the world with a monument to an insect downtown. I'm just trying to give you the sense of the kind of place that I spent this summer. I remember one time I was downtown and I saw this guy with a cowboy hat practicing his lasso by roping the Bow Weevil statue. Just a down-home kind of place. So one day... I went on a drive, I had the day off, and I went to meet a buddy coming up from Mobile at the Evergreen exit. It's halfway between Mobile and Montgomery. And we ate at the finest restaurant there in Evergreen, Pizza Hut. We had a delicious lunch buffet. And after we said goodbye, I'm driving back to the parish in Enterprise. It's July, it's steaming hot. And at some point, I pull up to one of those towns with just one flashing yellow light. And as I pull up to this flashing light, I look over to my right, there's a small strip mall. And out in the parking lot of this strip mall is a Hawaiian shaved ice stand. Snow cones. We're talking about shaved ice. We're talking about hundreds of bottles of syrup. You pick your flavors. And I used to get one of those almost every day after football practice growing up. And I saw it and I thought, I need that. So I go to the town, or I go over to the stand, and as I pull up, it's the, the hut that makes your snow cone, and there's a porch that is attached to it. And as I approach this uh, shaved ice stand, the only people that are there is this classic father-son duo from nowhere, Alabama. It's really everything you would expect to see. I always remember that the dad had on cut-off jean shorts, a staple here in Alabama. He had on a Superman t-shirt, comic book quality. He had scraggly, wild hair. He had a beard. He had an earring in one ear. Just classic. His son looked to be about 10 years old, skinny, scrawny, jeans, and a white t-shirt. Uh, buzz cut. Classic. 
So as I approach these people, the dad looks to me and immediately says, Hey there, brother. He says, you go on ahead and order. We're trying to get a handle on all these flavors. So I was like, all right, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, so I went up there. And I didn't want to make the guy wait, so I shot from the hip and I ordered a pina colada. Okay, not two flavors, not three, just one. I got a pina colada. Remember that detail. So I'm getting, I'm waiting for my snow can, and I'm looking at this father-son, and they're just having the most hilarious conversation. They are just going back and forth, joking around with each other. And at some point, the dad reaches out to his son and says, Hey, boy. He says, come over here and let daddy punch you in the face. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to jump in here and break this up. Like, what, what's about to go down? And the son responds to his dad and says, but daddy, I don't want you to punch me in the face. <laughs> the dad says, son, you know, I'm just kidding. Come over here and let daddy give you a big bear hug. So the kid says, all right, daddy, I'll let you give me a bear hug. I'm not going to let you punch me in the face. What are you talking about, man? So he waddles over there, and he lets his dad give him a big bear hug. So the dad's giving him a big bear hug. He squeezes him as hard as he can. He's like, Aah! and the son is getting squeezed. He's like, Aah! and he finishes squeezing him, lets the kid down. And the son immediately looks to his dad with excitement and says, daddy. When you were squeezing me like a bear, my voice was cracking like a mug. It was like, oh, oh, oh. And the dad immediately says, I know, son, I heard that. That was awesome. High five. And as I'm watching this unfold, I'm like, this might be the best human interaction I've ever witnessed. Like, how is this happening in my midst? So I'm just kind of along for the ride. And at some point, the dad gets a little more stern with his son, he says, all right, boy, it's time for you to stop dilly-dallying, and it's time for you to step up to the plate and order your snow cone like a man. And the son was a little sheepish. He said, but daddy, every time I think about getting this flavor, I think about that flavor. Then I just don't know what flavor to get. Should I get this one, that one? Should I combine two, three? Daddy, I just don't know what to do, daddy. There's just so many choices, daddy. And as if the dad had waited his whole life for this moment, he immediately responds to his son and says, Well, son, that's what America's all about. <laughs> so I said, Really, Daddy? He said, That's right, son. He said, Son, if you were in Afghanistan right now, do you know how many flavors you'd be choosing between? I, I don't know, Daddy. He goes, Well, I'll tell you, son, there'd only be two. And do you know what those flavors would be? Daddy, I, I, I don't know. Because well, I'll tell you. Ice and ice-flavored sand. He says, son, now does that make you proud to be an American? And at this point, as you just felt in your gut, the son knew he was, in, he was just asked a very important question. So he lowered his head down. He really contemplated. And when the light went off, this is how he responded. And then the dad slowly puts his head down a little embarrassed and says, well, son, I'm pretty sure it's America the Beautiful, but uh, I think you get my point. So at this point, 
I feel like I'm just watching a play. I don't feel like they really know I'm there. This is all unfolding before my eyes. And right as I'm having this thought, the son turns around to me and says, Hey, sir, I'm in fifth grade. I can play the drums. And then he starts playing air drums like all over the stand. He's like, And I'm like, man, you look good at it. You must take lessons. He goes, of course I do. How do you think I can do it this good? He's like, So he finishes air drums. And I can tell he wants to talk to me, a complete stranger, a little more. So he goes to his dad to get permission. And he's like, can I talk to this guy, Diddy? And the dad's like, yeah, son, please go over there. So the son comes up to me and he says, sir, can I ask you a personal question? <laughs> I said, yes, please. So uh, he says, sir, out of all them flavors, which one did you pick? Because I had such a hard time picking my own flavors. So many choices you could pick. It's like two, three, whatever. And dad says we live in America. We have all these choices. So as an American, which flavor did you pick? And I very calmly said, well, I got myself a pina colada. And as soon as I said that, he responds very enthusiastically saying, really? I've always heard about pina colada, but I never had pina colada myself. Sir, can you please tell me what does a pina colada taste like? And at that point, my mind is shut down. It was too much life experience. I don't know what it is, but my brain shut down. I had no idea what a pina colada tastes like. But honestly, I thought to myself, what difference does this kid know? I'll just make it up. So I said to him, I said, well, pina colada kind of tastes like Sprite. It's kind of like a lemon lime flavor. (laughs) And as soon as that left my mouth, he responds, he goes, really? I always thought it was a combination of pineapple and coconut, but who knew? (laughs) Which if you don't know, that's exactly what pina colada is made of. I'm like, yeah, who knew, you know? And so I'm like, I got to get out of here. My brain's shutting down. I can't even have a conversation with a 10-year-old. So I'm looking for a way to get out. I'm talking to the dad a little bit. And I'm trying to sound as country as I can to kind of fit in. So at some point, I say to the dad, I'm like, well, sir, it's time for me to be getting on down the road, which I felt pretty proud to be able to come up with that. And I always remember he looked at me. He's like, all right, boy. I was like, why do you keep calling me boy? It's like, I'm a man. You know, he says, all right, boy. He goes, I just always want you to remember the things you experience in this small town and cherish them in your heart. I said, sir, I have no idea why you just said that to me, but I can guarantee you one thing. I'm always going to remember the things I experience in this small town. So I say goodbye. I'm in my truck. I'm I'm by my, one of the few times in my life, I'm by myself in my truck laughing out loud because of how funny and fun that experience was. And I remember talking to God and saying to him, I said, God, if you can somehow turn this into a homily, into a talk, I will forever be grateful because I want an excuse to tell this story from here on. And God has answered that prayer because in my almost eight years of being a priest, I've told this story more times than anything else in homilies and talks and youth group events. If anyone ever asks me to speak and they don't give me parameters, I think to myself, I know what you're getting. And you're probably wondering why, why did we just endure this story? And the reason why this story resonates so much with me is because this story, the reason why I think it's so fun and so hilarious and enjoyable is because what that story depicts is a totally free, 
totally hilarious, totally uninhibited moment between a father and his son. And of the billions of ways that God could have come up with to give us an inkling of what he's like and the kind of relationship that he wants to have with us, he chose to reveal himself to us as a relationship between a father and a son and the love that they share between themselves, the Holy Spirit. Perhaps why that story resonated with me so deeply is because God spoke to me that day through natives of Alabama, natives of the archdiocese, which I was planning to give my whole life to serve. He spoke to me in an environment and with language and in a scenery that was very much our native soil. And here we are in this project, which we're calling Native Soil. And through this ministry, I hope to be a vessel of God's word that can speak God's truth to you, particularly to the people here in the southern half of Alabama, which we call the Archdiocese of Mobile, in a way in which resonates with those of us who live and call this place our native soil, with language, with examples, even with the stories of different people from our own backyard. All of this questioning, inviting God, how do you want to use us to renew our native soil. I welcome you. I invite you to come back each week as we deliver these videos, inviting you to reflect, inviting all of us to reflect, God, how do you want to renew your native soil? Let us pray. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. May the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless y'all, and look forward to see you here back on Our Native Soil.